Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as always, uh, we'll get to the uh, chit-chat with uh, Randall, John, and I in just a little bit here. But uh, I did want to give a shout-out to a couple games, and I did want to also give a quick mention. I know I mentioned a few weeks ago on uh, one of these Save It for the Cast episodes, or at least relatively recently, that I was pretty sure that I was down to the bottom of the uh, audio issue that we were having. And I think I figured out what the issue was finally, but I'm sure you've noticed like some of the clipping on previous episodes uh, in the last couple weeks uh, on my end in particular and that uh, apparently the uh, software was like adjusting the volume of like the recording level on the fly but I think I think fingers crossed knock on wood I have that all figured out at this point so um, thanks for bearing with us with a little bit of audio clipping in the last couple weeks I know it wasn't terrible but uh, being an audio engineer just drove me crazy personally but Enough of the audio uh, (laughs) nitpicking aside, I did want to give a shout out to just a couple quick games that I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on the podcast, at least for the most part. Um, I've just been kind of like picking up my switch and kind of like like throwing on a podcast in the background and just like firing up some games that either like kind of are are kind of are more on the arcadey end of the spectrum where I can just like pick it up and play a quick round or two. Or uh, like, for example, I just actually recently picked up uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill, which I've raved about on the podcast, but um, I finally picked it up on my Switch. I was playing it on Xbox Game Pass before, and I, th- I think that's actually really the main reason I kind of eventually stopped playing because they like announced like a DLC island, and I was like, well, I'm not going to get DLC for the Game Pass version. I'm going to wait to get it on Switch, and uh, yeah, just finally got around to getting that. It was on sale recently, and I picked up the DLC as well, so I've been like chipping away playing some of that. Still one of my absolute favorite, favorite games to just pick up and play, and it's just so, so versatile, and it's like... I kind of compared it recently to uh, Ali Ali World, or at least I will be comparing it like I, I those two games just kind of go hand in hand in my mind. Like I'm just like, I don't know. They just have such a flow state. And I guess they both uh, kind of have this like low poly, like 3D style to it. But the gameplay couldn't be more different. But at the same time, I'm like getting the same sort of like, I don't know, the same sort of adrenaline rush or whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever dopamine hit I'm getting from these games. I just can't get enough. And then, yeah, I've just been kind of like. Uh, perusing around on my switch otherwise and like I just uh, went back and finished off the rest of like the challenges and part-time UFO which I shouldn't say the rest of the challenges because after I like beat the game quote unquote which there was way more than I thought there would be it got down to like there were like some boss battles at the end and this is just like uh, if you're unfamiliar with the game it's actually from HAL Laboratory from Nintendo um and yeah, it's crazy. I guess with like Kirby coming up right around the corner, I was just kind of like, yeah, you know what? I should polish this off. And again, I just love the music in the game. The pixel art's crazy. Uh, the second like half of the stages, like they're kind of like I, I was kind of I think the reason I stopped playing before is because I kind of thought they were going to be like, oh, these are just like a little small tweak on the like here's the farm version one and then farm version two is like just a slight tweak. But they were actually pretty crazy tweaks like at the farm level, for example, I was like pulling up these radishes out of the ground and like chasing a truck and trying to load the radishes onto the truck and the the radishes were like all different shapes and sizes like to the point where they had like legs and arms. <laughs> I guess they didn't have arms but they were like literally kicking and screaming as I pulled them out of the dirt it was just hilarious so that the game's just a blast and it has couch co-op there's a few different modes and then yeah there's a whole nother mode that opens up after you beat the game that's like kind of more like they're almost like dungeon crawler levels like take that with a grain of salt but they're like the first I only played like the first two stages but they're like a little there's like a little bit of light exploration and you're just kind of like going around like just picture like a super miniature metroidvania but like you're just like going to find the keys more like 
more puzzle solving than it is, uh, you know, you're not getting new abilities or anything Metroidvania style. But I just thought that was like such a surprise after like already like, oh, man, they really like got everything out of this game. They, you know, went and added a whole nother mode and it's just uh, it's so cool. I've also been picking up, I did a stream recently and I was just kind of bouncing around the Switch and I was playing through Hell is Other Demons and that's another game that's just like super arcadey, pick up and play. It's got a bunch of different modes, but I tend to lean right into the arcade mode. I'm pretty sure that's actually what it's called is just arcade um, and it basically just plays kind of like a, you know, one run permadeath uh, roguelike where you get some upgrades along the way, some, you know, really, you know, light on the roguelike <laughs> side of things, but there's a campaign, there's like a whole like platforming challenge thing as well. And then I also went back and fired up uh, assault Android cactus plus after playing some unpacking, I actually played through the entire, uh, game unpacking on Xbox game Pass. This is both these games are from uh witch beam games and, uh, couldn't be more different. I was a huge fan of assault Android cactus, uh, I think Assault Android Cactus Plus is just like the version that they put out on consoles. And then I think it, it's got like, you know, quality of life improvements. And I think it's available on on Steam and other platforms as well. But yeah, they it's just such a great action packed twin stick shooter that has up to four player co-op. I was just playing solo, but it has such a great risk reward system. But it's like. I don't know. It's like it's extremely challenging, but at the same time, it like because of that risk reward system, it's like it can be as challenging. I mean, it's definitely a hard game, but like um, if you want to play it like a little more leisurely, you don't have to go for like trying to keep your combo maxed out at all times while you're like batteries at full charge, which is sort of like double your battery kind of doubles as your health bar. But then, yeah, unpacking was just such a fun uh, stream. And I'm probably going to talk about it some more on either an episode or another upcoming uh, save it for the cast Uh like conversation because before uh, recording the other day we actually was I was kind of getting into it just talking about the guys and I was like yeah I guess I'll maybe I'll trim that out at some point but uh, uh and use it for one of these save it for the cast conversations but I, I really really loved my time with the game really up until the final moment like the only thing I didn't like about the game was the closing credits song it was just like super cheesy and <laughs> just had I'm not a big fan of like when they like really try to like uh, in general, like lyrics, I guess we've talked about having like lyrics or vocals in uh, video game music in the past, and it's not a terrible thing. Like it can be awesome. Like I really loved it in Ickenfell, but when it's like called attention to and like the whole game unpacking otherwise has had this kind of really minimalist like acoustic guitar with like some light electro feels going on, like some light synthesizer stuff, just really cool uh, and chill music to like, you know, sip on some coffee. I was kind of playing this uh, in the mornings and whatnot and like just sipping on some coffee and there's really no you know, real structure to the game other than you're just like unpacking all your stuff through a series of moves throughout the course of your life. And it's kind of like a, a narrative adventure. And then, you know, there's just like a few rules in the sense like, OK, you you pulled your diary out and you can't just like leave your diary out on the bed. You got to tuck it into a drawer or something in it. But it doesn't tell you that it just kind of like once you finished unpacking everything, like certain items will just kind of be like flashing with like a red outline around them, kind of letting you know, like, OK, yeah, you need to you, you need to put this somewhere else. <laughs> you know, it doesn't belong here. Um, and you can mostly pretty much deduce that there's, you know, there's a few items here and there where I'd like zoom in and be like, what the heck is that thing? Um, but I think they might've just been like very specific and they, and they, the items get so specific to where like, I, I could really tell, like I pulled out a GameCube at one point and like could even tell, like, as I pulled out the games, like, Oh, there's double dash. Oh, there's a uh, Mario party or whatever. Like I, I can't remember what I remember seeing double dash uh, distinctly and wind waker, I think, but like it's a, in such time, tiny little pixel art representations like again the pixel art and sound design in this game is just immaculate um 
I feel bad that I kind of let off with a criticism on the <laughs> closing outro song because, yeah, again, otherwise the music is is phenomenal and the game is just really relaxing. It's just something totally different and it kind of leans into that like cursor base gameplay that I've been getting into where you're just like I'm chilling in my recliner, laying back, uh, like I said, sipping on some coffee and just, you know, scrolling the mouse around and, and clicking on stuff with no real sense of urgency to the gameplay. And it, some of the games that I've played do have a little bit of urgency to them when it comes to the clicking but in this case yeah i'm just kind of just kind of chilling it was a really really fun time um yeah and couldn't be more different from assault android cactus so it was just like really impressive even though as you're unpacking like there's even little easter eggs where like you pull out the cactus figurine like the main character from assault android cactus it's just so cool um i'm just just a huge fan of both games uh probably lean a little bit like I, I don't see myself replaying unpacking and for any reason. It's definitely kind of a one-time experience sort of thing, at least for me. Um, but uh, Assault Android Cactus is something that I'm I'm definitely going to be firing up and either chasing the high scores or, you know, uh, trying to convince some friends to play multiplayer with me or whatever. But I think I've done enough rambling for the uh, intro of this episode here. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, Randall, John, and I will get into the uh, regular chit chat. We get into some random just kind of BS to start things off. And then we'll get into some more game stuff uh, on the back half of the episode. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. And we'll uh, catch you all next week. And until then, uh, take care. What are you drinking over there, by the way, Randall? Uh, I have some uh, kombucha mixed with um, rum and Hennessy. Ooh, nice. Little little what remains of the cabinet cocktail. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my favorite game from 2012. What remains of, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sleeper man. hit, underrated mm-hmm. drink. <laughs> so, how old were some of the? What were the vintages on some of those oh, ingredients? Not, not that vintage. Okay. It was just like a small little handle of Hennessy from the local like Rite Aid or whatever during a snowstorm back in like December. Mm. So there's a little bit left of that, and it's not that old. Okay, Hennessy's not bad. Not it's not bad. bad. It's no. not bad. I, I I always I never really had it on its own. So I'm like, oh, let me try this. Let me try this. Because I've had like cognac aged alcohol beverages before, but I've not right. just yeah. had cognac on its own. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I, I forget. I think I might have had Corvassier mm-hmm. um, at a like bar that like we had drink tickets to uh-huh. like i think someone like someone's held like a banquet there and they're like here there's just a bunch of free drink tickets for your friends and so like we oh. stopped there i'm like it's like i want to try something i've never had before so yeah. i ha- ordered that and i was like oh boy that was a, <laughs> the slowest sipper i've ever had like even like port i think the sweetness slows you down but like you feel like you could probably take a little bit bigger like swigs other than that but like with those like triple distilled stuff like yeah. that's that's a lot there's yeah. a lot and yeah. it just is overpowering <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is yeah i thought it was okay oh i forget I what it was what, fine there's uh by the goose island uh like in the warehouse district kevin 
the uh, River North or whatever. Yeah, let me. Or what is it? What is it? Is it just called Goose Island? It's the Taproom in Fulton. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking of. So there is a maybe it's Brandy Rhine Hall Distillery. What are you? Yeah, doing? they do brandy and stuff. I think yeah, like all. Yep. I think they do like all different like flavors and stuff. Like yeah, and all like, sorts of crazy infusions and stuff. I did. I was because there is also a uh, which calls it uh, like a fine art gallery down there that Lauren like goes to occasionally. Uh, I was yeah. waiting for her there because I was there super early, and I got a flight of brandy, which is something I feel like an alcoholic would get. <laughs> like a fl- <laughs> because by the time Lauren got to the like the gallery, I was basically shit faced. <laughs> and and you know how like a bartender at a distillery is gonna pour. Oh yeah, but like, you know, but they're still they were tiny like. Oh, they were. But they sh- hit, man. Brandy they hits hit you so oh, yeah. hard. Oh yeah, and it's like pretty types. much. I think it's like the same as whiskey, alcohol wise. But I don't know, man. It's something about it just hits you. Oh, they're too. Po- oh, yeah, like the smell itself is like intoxicating. Yeah, I love those little local distilleries. Mm-hmm. They are cool. I've missed going to those in our modern world. I'd like to get back to doing that once in a while. Yeah. Plus having a kid kind of threw that off a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know. Every day, every, uh, well, I don't know about distilleries. Every, most breweries I go to, I see a whole stack of high chairs in the corner. Oh yeah. Um, these days it's yeah. easier to have, which is crazy I to think, me, uh, but yeah, like a tasting of beer than like at a, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. A flight of any kind of hard alcohol seems yeah just dangerous. Yeah. It's just, just essentially shots. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even even if they're smaller and you're sipping them slower, Shots, and pretty much. Yeah, but you're and you're mixing them. You know, even if it's all kind of roughly the same stuff, it's still like I don't know, man. Yeah, the alcohol Dangerous. to liquid ingestion ratio is too far <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm the one over here drinking some gin and chocolate milk, so hell yeah, I should. <laughs> hell yeah, Kevin, lean into it. Hell yeah, I should be one to talk. It's so good, man. I'm not even gonna hate. It's like it's fucking amazing. I was gonna. I had enough coffee this morning that I was like, ah, I can kind of feel the acid reflux coming, so I don't need alcohol <laughs> and coffee. Milk? That's why. Well, that's good. Go the milk tamps it down in your stomach. So as oh someone who used God. to mix together things like surge and milk. I mean, this makes perfect Ooh, sense to me. Surge and milk? That's right, baby. <laughs> what was the flavor of Surge? Was it just lemon lime? Uh, Mountain Dew, like but more Mountain extreme. I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, was going to say, yeah. like, the Fruit Loops level lemon lime. It's not even trying to imitate real no. lemon and lime. It's, yeah, yes. it's like the powder. Yeah. Like that, but, like, take, take like, the bite of, like, a Coca-Cola product, because that's what it was, right? <sighs> And add yeah. it to like a Mountain Dew type of mixture, but more extreme, right? Okay, this is yeah, this is like, <laughs> like what if you... Mountain Dew was more neon? <laughs> okay, so root beer is a sarsaparilla root. Yep, and uh, like apparently, I didn't know this. A bit in the '60s, it was found that it was highly carcinogenic. Really? <laughs> yes. So there hasn't really? been actual root in root beer, like, for our entire lives. 
So what are they? Because you can buy sarsaparilla soda as well. Yeah, it's in, yeah. It's in a okay, but that one I think is because it's made out of the stem of the sarsaparilla. Oh, okay, let's say like and you okay. go to a Renaissance fair, you can still buy stuff like that. But maybe I it's love those without. Man. Yeah. But yeah, root beer is be mostly just like flavor. other spices. It's like uh, what cinnamon and uh, sure. probably a little ginger. Yeah, maybe yes. Yeah. Makes but sense. Yeah. Uh, but well, it's been an artificial version Molasses. of sarsaparilla, like basically our entire lives. So we have never known Dang the it. true forbidden elixir that's, that is <laughs> root beer. That's one of the few sodas I still like get a craving for. Like I don't, I hardly ever drink soda anymore. But like cream soda, root beer, like anything in that family. Root beer is also ale. supposedly like the major like American thing. Like when there is like a weird flavor because yeah. like there you know how if you're trying food from or like a drink or a snack from some place that's like a taste that just doesn't exist in like the normal like american day-to-day like yeah. apparently root beer is that for other countries where like they taste it, they're like what is this <laughs> like what is this Dude, combination of flavors this is insane there's this soda from uh, Malta where my dad's uh, side of the family is from. Most mm-hmm. of the family, anyways. Um, that's called Kinney or Kin- I think it's Kinney. It might be Kimmy, but it's like at one family reunion. I remember like one someone in my family was either in town from Malta or or somebody had gone recently and brought a bunch back, and everyone was like Kinney, Kinney, like <laughs> hand around Kinney, like drinking it, and it tasted like fucking bug spray, like. Like what? Because you know how sometimes when you're spraying bug spray on your arm, yes. you like get a little no. like mist yeah, in your mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh my dude. god! And everyone's like, I'm like, dude, you guys are just trying to. Like my uncle's like, ah, oh, Kev, have a Kenny. I'm like, this is gross, dude. This oh, is nasty. But you know, obviously, everyone has different taste buds, you know. But everyone's right. like, slam. I was like, this is just nasty. And it was like immediate. That's my. That was mm-hmm. what I. Uh, you know, that's what it tasted like. It was gross. Ugh. <laughs> Kenny, ah, flashbacks, man. <laughs> Uncle That's Albert. Uh, it's been so long here. since I've had a a flavor that's like new or confusing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I used to get a lot of that in like my twenties, but I feel like I've gotten most of those flavors now. Yeah, there's nothing new to like, experience. I definitely got over. Not that I eat like anything, but I got over my hump of just like. I don't know. Like there was definitely a time where I like hadn't eaten Thai food or Indian food mm. or anything like that. And now I'm just like, ooh man, those are like my favorite things to eat. Hell yeah. Yes. Ooh, it was uh Nepalese. Uh there was a place uh up on like uh in Rogers Park, north side of Chicago that uh apparently is also like just like where if you're trying to like become a like like tenured uh, Indian food chef like you go to I think Foster or like one of those streets up there and like that's where all the like the really great restaurants are but there was one that was uh food from from Nepal and it was like halfway between Indian and Chinese and like that is it was so good that was such a good combo of like wow yeah that's I love those sort of fusions that's so cool Oh, yeah, there's an, there's another one that's oh, it's um, that's the sort of stuff that big cities can do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And that's that's always exciting. 
Yeah, and even just lean into like a singular cuisine. Yeah, you know, even let alone the fusions. But yeah. Ooh, okay. Bangladeshi food is also like halfway between Indian and like uh, Vietnam. Or Give like, it to me right now. It's yeah. Because like what I'm picturing is like China when you when you said uh, what was the first one? Peru? No, not Peruvian. Uh, Indian. Um, oh, Nep- no, not Nepalese. Yeah, Nepalese. Like I'm picturing like Chinese food, but with like thicker, creamy yes. Indian style yes. sauces. Ooh, is that what we're talking? Just yes. That. Oh, it is so yes. good. And oh, like that's yeah. the same thing because that's like, my favorite part is the thick like it's yeah, almost like too. you're having like a with soup when you have like India yeah yes. yeah baby yeah. so like that was like the Thai stuff food, with the Bangladeshi yeah. food was that like it had the spices from Thai food Hell but like yes. the noodles from like Thai or uh, the spices from Indian food and the uh, noodles from Thai food yeah and, like oh. or like yeah the vermicelli type of noodles yes. they can do with Vietnamese yes. stuff mm. Vietnam, we got a bomb ass Vietnamese place by us okay. that we're probably gonna go to again tomorrow and mm, like nice. I've been on that kick lately so what do you what do you get at the Vietnamese place oh, it's it hard or? a lot of time I'm just basic and I get like the banh mi because it's just too good not to get mm-hmm. and I don't we don't get it quite often enough for me to then I start craving it if I don't get it but then yep. like yeah Tino will get these like uh oh, what is hers called uh, I can't remember the name of it but it comes with vermicelli noodles and it's it's yeah. fucking delicious yeah it's yeah. just like Lauren, it's, it's kind of like a tandoori like chicken type of thing with noodle vermicelli. salads it's like lemon okay. tofu is what the seasoning Ooh. is when we get it. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, those banh mi sandwiches always taste so fresh. Like those, oh, yeah. like uh, yep. I don't know, those little spread. They're not sprouts, but whatever it is that they put on them. It's basically yeah, world. like you get the cucumber salad in itself, yeah. where it's yeah, like the yeah, vinegar-soaked yeah. cucumbers, red onions, and carrots. It's like oh my but god! It, but it's oddly fresh because usually yes. like I don't you don't get maybe it's the maybe it's like lime, the cilantro or the lime cilantro, cilantro and jalapeno. Like, yes, that like that yeah. mixture yep. is just mm. yeah. They're always, I'm always sauce. like yeah. Yep. They're always a little bit spicier than I expect. Like they creep up on yeah, me. Like, by the time I'm done, I'm like I'm fucking sweating my ass. Yes, off. like yeah it. The best uh, jalapenos I eat are either in banh mi or was it pad yeah. ki mao? Is that the one that like is super hot? Or maybe it's just sure. hot for me. Oh I'm big God. for jalapenos these days. You're big for them or yeah, not? Big no, for I, them? I am. I, I used to be a, a baby person that like could only have them from time to time, and now I I go after them on purpose. Yeah, yeah. they're they're oh. tasty. Yeah, that uh, peppers in general, like I, I think like like I also is just like a normal thing for anybody when they age. I think they like taste things as more sweeter, like with less that they don't need to be as sweet for you to taste them as sweeter. So like totally, carrots yeah. are super sweet to me now. Peppers are super sweet yeah. to me now. Cucumbers are like oh my yeah. god, this is just a melon, especially if it's fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Especially with the peppers, yeah. Sometimes I can just eat like sli- like I was always like well, peppers, peppers are either almost in too something. Sweet. Yeah, like, yeah. I used, I used to be like a yeah. peppers like in a pasta dish, or mm-hmm. it's like you know on like a there's like slices of it with like a dip or something. But now sometimes I'm just like when I'm cutting up the peppers, I'm just like let me eat a chunk, let me mm-hmm. eat a chunk. Yeah. Like I'm just eating it like Why it's not? nothing. Yeah. I love them, love them. You need another beer over there, John. What? You need another beer over there, John? I'm almost. I keep seeing you grabbing that empty high life. Oh, what are you talking about? 
Boom. Oh, I planned ahead, baby. Prepared. Prepared. <laughs> I, I saw you like out. lean back on that last one, and then I saw you like, it looked like you like went like, ah, oh, shit, it's empty. So I was like, oh, do you need another one before we get started? <laughs> yeah. Keep in the closet. I, I, yeah, I didn't really plan. Got a about mini that. fridge in there. I definitely did like crunch one, and then I just kept drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Got a mini fridge in there. Got the laptop in there to keep it cool. Mm. Wouldn't be so oh bad of a place for a mini fridge if there was an outlet. Or yeah. even if there was like any airflow whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. All the clothes yeah. would just a bit of... smell of fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Although if it's just beer in there and stuff, you know, yeah, might not smell like anything too bad. Just the exhaust of the fridge, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. You guys want to roll into it? Let's go. I want to talk about video games. Let's nice. talk about video games yeah i'm gonna jot down the time we're at about i'm at about Don't 43 make me look minutes at the time again <laughs> no 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 i once once i got the initial time i can just do the math okay i'm just jotting down the time for myself um and I really just write down my own time every time. You guys actually don't even really need to tell me. <laughs> what? Although no, I what? no, I for that's, years. That's, no, that's not that's not a hundred percent true. If it's ever like more than if it's ever more than like we uh, made a thirty seconds on day off. one, and you've been too chicken shit. Yep. No, it's ever, if quotient. it's ever more than like just... if it's ever over a minute off, I jot it down because mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, it's not going to be like within the same mm-hmm. chunk if I started at the same time. Kevin, um, every time he like writes down his number, he's like, all right, yeah, right. tell me what you yeah. got. Thirty-eight, fourteen. <laughs> sure. I got gotcha. you. It makes Heard. them feel like they're part of the process, so I still ask them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, th- that is the little brother with the unplugged controller. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. yes. Now I gotta. Ri- now I gotta write down a new start. Date. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Re- we were just talking about that in the Discord. I was like, oh, it's perfect for like. Uh, I-, I think we were talking about Cappy in Super Mario Odyssey. Like, oh, it's the perfect for like just like you know giving it to your kid and pretending like they're playing. And somebody's like, yeah, like until they're four. They're like even even a four year old smart enough to know Cappy sucks. <laughs> like yeah. in, in co-op mode, not the actual Cappy character. Yeah. Because we all know that Cappy the character is perfect. Yeah. I kinda, I'm kind of a little extra bounce. It's I'm nice. indifferent. But yeah, the control of Cappy is great. I would love to honestly just add that to every 3D Mario game. We probably do for a 3D Mario game announcement no, here in stop. the next six months or so. I was I, I was a little bit expecting maybe they were going to pull something out Ooh, during that Nintendo okay. Direct. We need to start talking about actual video games on the podcast, but yes. I also have a uh, conspiracy theory in regards to Nintendo and their business plans. Uh, so in that last Direct, they announced earthbound and you know uh whatever earthbound zero was whatever they call yeah, that the now. beginnings yeah, whatever yeah. yeah whatever and they people are like oh my god are they gonna finally say it is, is mother three coming over no no but so they're shuttering the wii u eShop and the 3ds eShop, which less so 3ds but wii u gave you access to purchase game boy advance games without this there's no way that Nintendo is offering you Game Boy Advance products currently, right? Okay. I believe 
that they will announce at some point, maybe the next time around that they see that the most users are re-upping their uh, Switch Online Premium subscriptions, Mm -hmm. whenever the high point of that might be, might throw in a little announcement that they're going to expand to include a Game Boy Advance section to their uh, Switch Online Premium subscription. And oh, by the way, here's a translated Mother 3. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I was half expecting well, it to come Game at the Boy? end of that announcement. We're not even in well, advance yet. Just give me Game Boy. They're going to do Game Boy Advance. They'll, they'll do them both at the same time. Eh, I bet you they do Game Boy Advance first because there's so many tie-ins to modern titles still. You got yeah, what's happening wanna... with the Metroid but a Fusion. Game Boy is literal Kirby. kilobytes. Yep. A Game Boy, ca- <laughs> they could run Game Boy on like the eShop of like the Wii absolutely servers is there mainstream appeal for the original game boy library at this point as compared to game boy advance i don't know us i I mean i definitely know what you mean that the game boy advance is a bigger and and you got advance wars you got which they probably wouldn't put that on there at this point because they're you know they got that relaunch yeah, product happening but yeah which looks great i would like the first i'm buying it i'm the first The first time they showed it, I was kind of like, I, it looks cool. I don't know if I'm totally into the style, but this time they showed it, I was like, I'm in. They're, yeah. The way they yeah. they went all in enough to where it's like, yeah. they nailed it. They 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 bought, they went, I definitely I don't know, they had like they, a, a negative cheap. gut reaction the first time. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. again, yeah. when you said like, when I saw the second trailer, I was like, I don't even remember what it was that bugged me. That's exactly how I felt. Like, yeah, I was just like, what? I was like, what didn't I like about this? This looks sweet. Yeah. I just prefer the sprite <laughs> art generally, but it's that, same. It, it looks yeah. fine. It's fine. Like when they, when they go for that super clean poly, you know, like it's not low poly, but it almost is because it's so clean. The and way like the way shapes. forward designs uh, is a perfect like company to do it. Like yeah. that was yeah. Like yes, they're slightly different. Yes, they're more cartoony, but it also is incredible. Like it, it's a yeah. perfect fit for it. Yeah, and those games need to be available again. Those are great games. They're and hopefully that relaunches the, the whole franchise. Oh my god, yeah. that would be awesome. All right, we, okay, we need to start tangent. talking Sorry. about some video games. Past time. Okay, so I originally wrote <laughs> down forty three minutes. Do you want my time, Kevin? Forty eight thirty. Yeah. What's, uh, what hey, time Kevin? Is okay. I'm at a uh, forty seven forty five. Forty-eight, twelve, perfect. You know, is how he always says perfect too. I do write it down sometimes. <laughs> I just use, I usually write down the just the seconds. Uh, Kevin, do you know of Yaba's Grill? That sounds familiar. I think so. I think uh, I've ordered from I'm there. Before. Fairly certain that's the name of it. It was. It's on Armitage. It's by my old place, kind of by uh, uh, Scofflaw and Parsons mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah, incredible. It's it's I thought it was just a bodega for like the entire time I lived in that neighborhood. It wasn't until I like I, they were on an episode of Check Please on NPR. Oh, nice. And, uh, or or PBS. And I was nice. like, hey, wait a minute. That I thought that was just like a place where you got cigarettes. I didn't realize there was a restaurant <laughs> and that it was Zagat raided in the back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Heck that means yeah. it's it's super dope though. Mm, that that yeah, means that Zagat, food is fucking incredible. Zagat's, that's not even Michelin. Yeah, that's no, awesome. Michelin. Michelin will go around not not the stars necessarily, but they'll just pick it's it's Michelin recommended. They just go around and also who the fuck takes their restaurant recommendations from a tire company? Hey, because <laughs> that's all I say. they hired quality tasters. That's right. Doesn't matter what company you are as long as you fund it. 
Let's start this stupid episode. What are we even talking yes. about? What I was just gonna say we should games? probably do a rundown. So we're gonna do uh <laughs> we're gonna do a shroom Kitect, then XO one, then I'm gonna just do a quick shout out for Oliha, then we're gonna talk about some controller adapters mm-hmm. and then some sixty-four on the switch are we take are we particularly talking about like the switch aspect of things or just like yeah in general modern like, modern retro whatever yeah i mean i'm mostly going to be talking about it because like for the longest time i was wasn't going to play any of them until i got an n64 controller and then i tried right. these two in particular and i was like oh actually they work 100 percent fine without it nice like it's i'm actually happy to hear that yeah I mean, those two in particular, uh, like Star Fox, I think I still had a little difficulty with just because like A and B are inverted in position. Yeah. So you're throwing bombs when you don't mean to be. Yep. Uh, Those are baked into your brain, a game like that. Yeah. It's it's the visual. mm, We'll we'll save it for the cast. (laughs) Let's talk about Star Fox 64. Yes, please. I just went retro. I went retro bowl style and led the receiver with the time I wrote down here and uh, (laughs) wrote down 51 minutes. (laughs) All right. So I know we're going to we're going to ramp for a little bit. So we're we're perfect. We're perfect time in that game, too. Nice. (laughs) Nice. All right. Here we go. Man, oh man. But I was uh, um, like half tempted to swap in Ali Ali World. I'm going to save it for later. But man, I was playing a bunch of it today because it was just like even before I te- got that text from my family about my mom, just with like all the Ukraine stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, I'm just going to play this like mindless game. That game is I'm I was worried that I was maybe like being a little hyperbolic the other day. I don't know, man. This this game is amazing stuff. Nice. Like okay. it's it's potential all timer for me. It's, okay, it's, it's in that it's in that realm. And, uh, on the topic of all timers, I'm I'm not like an anywhere near approaching levels of FOMO where I'm like I got to get a PS5, but I'm like, man, I really wish I could play Elden Ring. Like I didn't even know about it, and I mean like. Once I saw a couple people mention Souls games, I was like, oh, yeah, that is that new one that they announced that, that I kind of forgot about. It, so- mm-hmm. it sounds like it literally solves my like only complaint with Souls series. Well, besides like that, the first 10 hours are horrible and bullshit. <laughs> um, but that uh, it, oh, because brother. it is so massive and so like open world based, like if you run into a boss that you're just not strong enough to beat there's so much more else you can do hell yeah like it's not like okay well i have this or one other option and i'm stuck at bosses for both so i either like keep fighting that boss until i get it or like i go grind yeah 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 you grind or you like literally that other option is you going likely backwards back through a path to yep. go quite a bit back to get to another thing that maybe would lead to something. Right. And having headaches along the way. And you still need to go back on that path and fight your way back upwards when you decide to try again. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this is like, yeah. oh, this one doesn't work. Well, let me try this one. Oh, let me try this one. Like, and there's yeah. just, then apparently, like, every path from there also, like, expands out, like, so that you are just like, 
full of possibilities from the beginning. And yeah. like, that sounds so nice. I saw and, the scores, oh. so I used some of my PS4 trade-in money for a digital copy of Elden Yo, Ring. Oh, hell Ooh. yeah. So I'm like, Ooh, let's do this. Yeah. 